Hi there and welcome to episode 14 of the Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of the Writing Guy. Now I've touched uh, quite a lot in these episodes on uh, the idea of plain English. And plain English is based on um, a concept that I think is one of the most useful and, and interesting concepts in writing, which is the idea of register. Originally from music, in writing terms, register refers to the, the, it's a scale of the formality of your writing. So if you imagine a vertical line, at the top is formal language, and at the bottom is slang or colloquial. And in the middle, mid-register language is essentially what we call plain English. And in my, in my writing workshops, I ask people to come up with synonyms for money, and and then I asked them to to say where on the where on the register uh, they would plot their particular word and and you know what what's really interesting is that almost invariably nine times out of ten the very first word that comes up is cash and there is a reason for that which I'll come on well there are several reasons actually and I'll come on to those those in a bit so the kind of words that come up after cash are. Um, any any words ranging from dosh, doe, wonga, moolah, redis, dollar, uh, without the, the r, wonga, uh, lv, luncheon vouchers, cheddar, without the r, and obviously those all those words are slang, colloquial words, languishing at the bottom of the register. Other words that come up are uh, words like remuneration. Uh, particularly if I'm working in professional services with lawyers, accountants or engineers, consideration is a very lawyerly word, liquidity, disbursement, remittance, legal tender. And obviously all those words are up in the kind of the, the, uh, the deoxygenated, rarefied upper reaches of the, of the register. They're, they're uber formal words. And then slightly less formal, the kind of words that might sit alongside cash, in plain English, words like pay or wages. Now, obviously, you know, I appreciate that not all these words are exact synonyms for money, but, you know, you, you, get, you get the idea. I just want people to really get this, this, this concept of register. Um, and as I said, the uh, plain English tends to sit in the middle of the register. Now, what I, what I uh, next ask people is... What do you observe happens to the language and the words as we move up the register, particularly from the middle, from plain English upwards? And people will quite rightly say, well, the words get longer. Obviously, remuneration is, is, is longer than pay or wages. Uh, the words get harder to spell. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I, 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 I just have a mental block with that word remuneration, actually. I, I always write it remuneration. Uh, but that actually means to to relist something. It's remuneration, but I, I tend to get that wrong. So the words get longer, they get harder to spell. And there's a third thing that happens to the to language as we move up the register. And I think it's the most important of all. And that is, as we move up the register, so the words become less concrete and more abstract. And why does this matter? What's the so what around that? The so what around that is that the more abstract your language, the more formal your language, the more 
mentally demanding they are on the reader's brain. Um, because abstractions, abstract language, demand more pro mental processing power than concrete words. Uh, you know, we can't touch remuneration. And then there's another word, actually, that's almost off the scale, which is emolument, uh, which is Latin from, from uh, the word emolumentum, meaning benefit. And that's kind of, you know, that's super formal. Uh, that's off the scale. You know, the point is here, we can't touch emolument. You can't touch remuneration. You can't touch a remittance. They are abstract theoretical concepts. But the reason why the word cash is almost always the first word that comes up is because we can touch and see and smell and feel cash in the form of a £5 note or a £10 note or, or even if we're lucky enough, a £50 note or a $20 note or whatever, whatever it may be, uh, whatever, whatever denominations you choose to work in. So here's the thing, the more, the more concrete our language and the less abstract it is, the more powerful it is, the, more, the easier it is for the, the reader to relate to. Uh, and then there's another really important element, which is the concrete language, whether it's cash or pay or wages, they're more visual words as well. So when we see, read or hear the word cash, I don't know about you, but for most people, they immediately get a mental image in their brain, in their minds, of a whole load of coins or notes. It creates its visually vivid language. And that type of writing is much more accessible to the reader. So, by all means, if you, know, if you want to be formal, use high register language, posh fancy words. But you need to be aware that you are putting barriers up between you and your reader. The more formal, high register, the higher register your language, the harder you're making your reader work. And the, the greater the excuse that you're giving them to stop reading. Because most readers want it easy. You know, we're, we're all the same. We want it easy. We want an easy job of reading. The harder work you make it for your reader, then the likelier they are that you're going to lose your reader. Um, and I just want to say something else as well. I mean, I, I love this. You know, I devote, in my book, Rhetorica, I devote a whole chapter to, to, uh, to register. And I don't know whether you, if, you know, if you happen to be an avid reader of The Economist, The Economist do something very interesting. You know, one of the things that I ask uh, when I'm training clients, is where on the register do you reckon The Economist sits on average? And people will say, well, generally in the middle or slightly above plain English or slightly below. And then what I do is I put up a slide, I show the register, and then I say, this is where The Economist sits. And basically it's a huge red wavy line up and down the register. So The Economist uh, there is their register. You know, I can show you examples, and I do on my, my workshops, I can show examples of leader articles, you know, flagship articles in The Economist that use the word DOSH, super slang in the same paragraph as remuneration. So they bounce up and down the register all the time. Why do they do that? For the sole reason that The Economist does anything 
and that is to keep the reader and to engage the reader and keep them engaged. You know, that is their ethos, that's in their DNA, that's their raison d'etre. So, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to finish it there. The bottom line from today's episode 14 is when you're drafting, when you're editing, be conscious of your register. Where on the register is your writing, you know, is your writing sitting? Is it, is it slang or colloquial? Is it uber formal? Or is it beautifully lodged within plain English? Because for me, plain English, you really can't go wrong. Don't be worried about dipping into colloquial or slang where it's appropriate. And equally, there, there will be times where you need to use more formal words. For instance, in a, in a technical context, it may well be that emolument is precisely the right term for your context. In which case, that's the word you must use. But if all you mean is you're going to end up with you're going to have more cash in your pocket at the end of the month, then use the single, single, the simple, sorry, everyday English equivalent. So I'm going to end it there. Thanks for listening and see you tomorrow for episode 15. Bye now.